Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy. For today, my name is Heather and uh, no news and views on this episode, but I do have our daily reading for today, which is going to be February the 20th. And um, you guys, I'm going to cheat and I'm going to go back to the app, <laughs> but we're going to stick to the same chronological schedule that is actually in the one-year chronological Bible. So we're still going to be in the New Living Translation. Uh, it's just a little easier for me to read it off of my phone uh, than it is um, to uh, read it out of that out of the Bible there. So um, I'm going to go on over here to the Olive Tree Bible app. I'm going to use that app, but we're going to still stick to the same schedule here. And so we're going to be reading about purification. Uh, today is going to start on purification after childbirth. And now we're in Leviticus chapter 12. And we're going to read all the way to chapter 14, uh, verse 32. And so this happened about 1445 or 1279 BC. So I'm going to go ahead and get started on that this evening. Um, you know, I know these days, um, look doom and gloom and you know you look around the world today and there's just so much chaos and so much evil and it's pretty easy um, you know to get you know a lot of anxiety and um, and that's you know just looking at the world today but one thing that we have as believers is uh, first you know we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us and that's that is a tremendous a tremendous blessing um, so we always have the peace and we're to lay all of our cares at the feet of Jesus because he cares for us. And so I know there's a, a lot uh, that, you know, is happening in the world today and that puts a lot of stress on believers. But one thing we do know is that God is sovereign and so nothing happens without his approval and so, you know, we can thank God for that. I always look back at Job. And if you guys have been reading along with us in the Chronological Bible, you'll remember back in Job. And um, that, was a, that was a blessing to read that. And so I'm going to do a podcast uh, probably sometime this week or maybe this weekend on anxiety and on what's going on in the world and what we can do about that. Because I know a lot of folks are anxious and especially even as believers i couldn't imagine how non-believers would be right now but even as us as believers you know we we see these things happening and we, i mean we know that god wins we know god comes back he takes us home and we know all that and praise god that we do know that and we know this is not our our eternal home you know we're just passing through the bible says we're in this world but we're not of this world and so we can give praise and honor to glory for that to God and so we're very thankful for that but you know we still live in this world and so you know we have to renew our minds and we renew our minds by reading the word of God and so let's do that tonight without further ado uh, so I'm going to jump in here on my cell phone here and read out of this app oh if I don't drop it sorry about that guys okay so here we go let's go ahead and get started okay so the Lord said to Moses give the following instructions to the people of Israel if a woman becomes pregnant and gives birth to a son, she will be ceremonially unclean for seven days, just as she is unclean during her menstrual period. On the eighth day, the boy's foreskin must be circumcised. 
After waiting 33 days, she will be purified from the bleeding of childbirth. During this time of purification, she must not touch anything that is set apart as holy, and she must not enter the sanctuary until her time of purification is over. If a woman gives birth to a daughter, she will be ceremonially unclean for two weeks, just as she is unclean during her menstrual period. After waiting 66 days, she will be purified from the bleeding of childbirth. When the time of purification is completed for either a son or a daughter, the woman must bring a one-year-old lamb for a burnt offering and a young pigeon or a turtle dove for a purification offering. She must bring her offering to the priest at the entrance of the tabernacle. The priest will then present them to the Lord to purify her. Then she will be ceremonially unclean again after her bleeding at childbirth. These are the instructions for a woman after the birth of a son or a daughter. If a woman cannot afford to bring a lamb, she must bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons. One will be for the burnt offering and the other for the purification offering. The priest will sacrifice them to purify her and she will be ceremonially clean. Serious Skin Diseases Chapter 13 the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, If anyone has a swelling or a rash or discolored skin that might develop into a serious skin disease, that person must be brought to Aaron the priest or to one of his sons. The priest will examine the affected area of the skin if the hair in the affected area has turned white and the problem appears to be more than skin deep. It is a serious skin disease. And the priest who examines it must pronounce the person ceremonially unclean. But if the affected area of the skin is only a white discoloration and not, does not appear to be more than skin deep, and if the hair on the spot has not turned white, the priest will quarantine the person for seven days. On the seventh day, the priest will make another examination. If he finds the affected area has not changed and the problem has not spread of the skin on the skin, the priest will quarantine the person for seven more days. On the seventh day, the priest will make another examination. If he finds the affected skin or the affected area has faded and has not spread, the priest will pronounce the person ceremonially clean. It was only a rash. The person's clothing must be washed and the person will be ceremonially clean. But if the rash continues to spread after the person has been examined by the priest and has been pronounced clean, the infected person must return to be examined again. If the priest finds the rash has spread, he must pronounce the person ceremonially unclean, for it is indeed a skin disease. Anyone who develops a serious skin disease must go to the priest for an examination. If the priest finds a white swelling on the skin and some hair on the spot has turned white, and there is an open sore in the affected area, it is a chronic skin disease, and the priest must pronounce the person ceremonially unclean. In such cases, the person need not be quarantined for it is a for it is obvious that the skin is defiled by the disease now suppose the disease has spread all over the person's skin curving the body from head to toe when the priest examines the infected person and finds that the disease covers the entire body he will pronounce that pronounce the person ceremonially clean since the skin has turned completely white the person is clean but if any open sores appear, the affected person will infected person will be pronounced ceremonially unclean. The priest must make this pronouncement as soon as he sees an open sore. Skin open since open sores indicate the presence of a skin disease. However, 
If the open sores heal and turn white like the rest of the skin, the person must return to the priest for another examination. If the affected areas have indeed turned white, the priest will then pronounce this person ceremonially clean by declaring you are clean. If anyone has a boil on the skin that has started to heal, but a white swelling or a reddish spot, or I'm sorry, or a reddish white spot develops in its place, that person must go to the priest to be examined. If the priest examines it and finds it to be more than skin deep, and if the hair in the affected area has turned white, the priest must pronounce the person ceremonially unclean. The boil has become a serious skin disease. But if the priest finds no white hair on the affected area and the problem appears to be more than skin deep and has appears to be no more than skin deep and has faded, the priest must quarantine the person for seven days. If during that time the affected area spreads on the skin, the priest must pronounce the person ceremonially unclean because it has a serious disease. But if the but if the area grows no larger and does not spread, it is merely the scar from the boil and the priest will pronounce the person ceremonially clean. If anyone has suffered a burn on the skin and the burn area changes color, becoming either reddish white or shiny white, the priest must examine it. If he finds that the hair in the affected area has turned white and the problem appears to be more than skin deep, a skin disease has broken out on, in the burn. The priest must then pronounce the person ceremonially unclean, for it is clearly a clear, clearly a serious skin disease. But if the priest finds no white hair on the affected area and the problem appears to be no more than skin deep and it's faded, the priest must quarantine the infected person for seven days. On the seventh day, it, on the seventh day, the priest must examine the person again. If the affected area has spread on the skin, the priest must pronounce that person ceremonially unclean, for it is clearly a serious skin disease but if the affected area has not changed or spread on the skin and has faded it is simply a swelling from the burn the priest will then pronounce the person's ceremony clean for it is only the scar from the burn if anyone either a man or woman has a sore on the head or chin the priest must examine it if he finds it is more than skin deep and has fine yellow hair on it the priest must pronounce the person ceremonially unclean. It is a scabby sore of the head or chin. If the priest examines the scabby sore and finds that it is only skin deep, but there is no black hair on it, he must quarantine the person for seven days. On the seventh day, the priest must examine the sore once or the sore again. If he finds that the scabby sore has not spread and there is no yellow hair on it and it appears only to be skin deep, the person must shave off all hair except the hair on the affected area. Then the priest must quarantine the person for another seven days. On the seventh day, he will examine the sore again. If it has not spread and appears to be no more than skin deep, the priest will pronounce the person ceremonially clean. The person's clothing must be washed and the person will be ceremonially clean. But if the scabby sore begins to spread over the person, um, begins to spread after the person, is pronounced clean the priest must do another examination if he finds that the sore has spread the priest does not need to look for yellow hair the infected person is ceremonially unclean but if the color of the scabby sore does not change and black hair has grown on it it has healed the priest will then pronounce the person ceremonially clean if any if anyone either a man or woman 
has shiny white patches on the skin, the priest must examine the affected area. If he finds that the shiny patches are only pale white, this is a harmless skin rash and the person is ceremonially clean. If a man loses his hair and his head becomes bald, he is still ceremonially clean. And if he loses hair on his forehead, he simply has a bald forehead, he is still clean. However, if a reddish-white sore appears on the bald area on top of his head or on his forehead, this is a skin disease. The priest must examine him, and if he finds swelling around the reddish-white sore or anywhere on the man's head and it looks like a skin disease, the man is indeed infected with a skin disease and is unclean. The priest must pronounce him ceremonially unclean because of the sore on his head. Those who suffer from a serious skin disease must tear their clothing and leave their hair uncombed. They must cover their mouth and call out, unclean, unclean. As long as a serious disease lasts, they will be ceremonially unclean. They must live in isolation in their place outside of the camp. Treatment of Contaminated Clothing Now, suppose mildew contaminates some woolen or linen clothing, woolen or linen fabric, the hide of an animal, or anything made of leather. If the contaminated area in the clothing, the animal hide, the fabric, or the leather article has turned greenish or reddish, it is contaminated with mildew and must be shown to the priest. After examining the affected spot, the priest will oh, I'm sorry, the priest will put the article in quarantine for seven days. On the seventh day, the priest must inspect it again. If the contaminated area has spread, the clothing or fabric or leather is clearly contaminated by a serious mildew and is ceremonially unclean. The priest must burn the lid, burn the item, the clothing the woolen or linen fabric or piece of leather for it has been contaminated by a serious mildew. It must be completely destroyed by fire. But if the priest examines it and finds that the contaminated area has not spread in the clothing, the fabric, or the leather, the priest will order the object to be washed and then quarantined for seven more days. Then the priest must examine the object again if he finds that the contaminated area has not changed color after being washed even if it did not spread the object is defiled it must be completely burned up whether the contaminated spot is on the inside or outside but if the priest examines it and finds that the contaminated area has faded after being washed he must cut the spot from the clothing the fabric or the leather if the spot later reappears on the clothing the fabric or the leather article the mildew is clearly spreading and the contaminated object must be burned up but if the spot disappears from the clothing, the fabric, or the leather article after it has been washed, it must be washed again. Then it will be ceremonially clean. These are the instructions for the dealing with mildew that contaminates woolen or linen clothing or fabric or anything made of leather. This is how the priest will determine whether these items are ceremonially clean or unclean. Chapter 14, Cleansing from Skin Diseases. And the Lord said to Moses, the following instructions are for those seeking ceremony, or I'm sorry, ceremonial purification from a skin disease. Those who have been healed must be brought to the priest who will examine them at a place outside the camp. If the priest finds that someone has been healed of a serious skin disease, he will perform a purification ceremony using two live birds that are ceremonially clean, a stick of cedar, some scarlet yarn, and a hyssop branch. The priest will order that one bird be slaughtered over a clay pot filled with fresh water. He will take the live bird, the cedar stick, the scarlet yarn, and the hyssop branch and dip them in the blood of the bird that was slaughtered over the fresh water. 
The priest will then sprinkle the blood of the dead bird seven times on the person being purified of the skin disease. When the priest has purified the person, he will release the live bird in, op in the open field to fly away. The persons being purified must then wash their clothes, shave off all their hair, and bathe themselves in water. Then they will be ceremonially clean and may return to the camp. However, they must remain outside their tents for seven days. On the seventh day, they must again shave all the hair from their heads, including the hair of, their, of the beard and eyebrows. They must also wash their clothes and bathe themselves in water. Then they will be ceremonially clean. On the eighth day, each person being purified must bring two male lambs and a one-year-old female lamb, all with no defects, along with a grain offering of six quarts of choice flour moistened with olive oil and a cup of olive oil. Then the, then the officiating priest will present that person for purification along with the offerings before the Lord at the entrance of the tabernacle. The priest will take one of the male lambs in the olive oil and present them as a guilt offering, lifting them up as a special offering before the Lord. He will then slaughter the male lamb in the, in the sacred area where sin offerings and burnt offerings are slaughtered. As with the sin offering, the guilt offering belonging, belongs to the priest. It is a most holy offering. The priest will then take some of the blood of the guilt offering and apply it to the lobe of the right ear, the thumb of the right hand, and the big toe of the right foot of the person being purified. Then the priest will pour some of the olive oil into the palm of his own left hand. He will dip his right finger in the olive oil in his palm and sprinkle some of it with his finger seven times before the Lord. The priest will then apply some of the I'm sorry, the priest will then apply some of the oil in his palm over the blood from the guilt offering that is on the lobe of the right ear, the thumb of the right hand, and the big toe of the right foot of the person being purified. The priest will apply the oil remaining in his hand to the head of the person being purified. Through this process the priest will purify the person before the Lord. Then the priest must present the sin offering to purify the person who is cured of the skin disease. After that, the priest will slaughter the burnt offering and offer it on the altar along with the grain offering. Through this process, the priest will purify the person who is healed and the person will be ceremonially clean. But anyone who is too poor and cannot afford these offerings may bring one male lamb for a guilt offering to be lifted up as a special offering for purification. The person must also bring two quarts of choice flour moistened with olive oil for the grain offering and a cup of olive oil. The offering must also include two turtle doves or two young pigeons, whichever the person can afford. One of the pair must be used for the sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. On the eighth day of the purification ceremony, the person being purified must bring the offerings to the priest in the Lord's presence at the entrance of the tabernacle. The priest will take the lamb for the guilt offering along with the olive oil and lift them up as a special offering to the Lord. Then the priest will slaughter the lamb for the guilt offering. He will take some of his blood and apply it to the lobe of the right ear, the thumb of the right hand, and the big toe of the right foot of the person being purified. The priest will also pour some of the olive oil into the palm of his own left hand. He will dip his right finger into the oil in his palm and sprinkle some of it seven times before the Lord. The priest will then apply some of the oil in his palm over the blood from the guilt offering that is on the lobe of the right ear, the thumb of the right hand, and the big toe of the right foot of the person being purified. The priest will apply the oil remaining in his hand to the head of the person being purified. Through this process, the priest will purify the person being before the Lord. Then the priest will offer the two turtle doves or the two young pigeons, whichever the person can afford. 
one of them is for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering, to be presented along with the grain offering. Through this process, the priest will purify the person before the Lord. These are the instructions for purification for those who have recovered from a serious skin disease, but who cannot afford to bring the offerings normally required for the ceremony of purification. Guys, I hope uh, I hope this was a blessing to you, and I do apologize. It took me a little bit to get through it. <laughs> I'm tired tonight, so I do apologize. That was a little rough. Um, hopefully tomorrow um, it'll be it'll be a little bit smoother tomorrow. I do apologize for that, you guys. Um, but uh, I do pray that the Lord will bless the reading of His Word. And so, with that, guys, I'm going to get out of here and. Um, Get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, thank you guys so much for listening. May God bless each and every one of you. And uh, I hope you'll join me next time as we continue reading through the Bible chronologically.